Hey everybody, welcome to the Bay Podcast, your co-host James with Jake, episode 202. It's Thursday. Jake, how's it going? It's going great. Wasn't going great about five minutes ago, but I got this shit garage band to start working finally. I had some technical difficulties the last couple of days because, you know, fuck my life. And But we're back, and we're here. It's week 10 of the NFL football season, and what a way to kick it off with Bears-Panthers. Not ideal, uh, but yes, it's Thursday. NFL, I just said that. NBA, we're in t- almost 10 games in. First playing game. Sharks are 12 games in. We'll talk We'll talk about that shit. Exactly. That's what they are right there. But, you know, sports, how are you doing? Doing good. Yeah, it's Thursday. Uh, what a week it's been so far, a.k.a. nothing has happened. Well, let's get straight into before. Before that, though, let's talk about W Energy, best drink on the planet. I'm currently drinking it right now. Jake, what are your thoughts on W Energy? No, it's incredible. You know, those late nights when you're grinding Apex, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Warfare, Warfare Three is out at in about four hours and thirty eight minutes. You know, those who play Fortnite, the new season, the new OG map. Um. As I realize playing Fortnite, I'm washed. Cannot build worth shit. I cannot. I'm not a five year old. Um, but however, though, W Energy. I had a little bit of it last night. Played some Fortnite build. Was able to build something, and I got a win. So how about that? If that's anything, that means you should get for you should get double fuck W Energy. <laughs> Absolutely, shout out W Energy. Um, love to hear it, love to see it, love to drink it. Let's move on. Starting off with the Sharks, uh, who have finally won a game. Uh, started 0-10-1. Yep. Second, Second worst start, start through yep. 12 games uh, in NHL history. Yep. But finally get that dub underneath their belt. Not really, want, not really what we want to happen, right, obviously. But we want them to be competitive. We want them to do somewhat good, but not too good. I get that first overall draft pick uh, in the lottery in the NHL. Um, Jake, anything uh, you want to talk about Sharks-wise? The Sharks did make a trade yesterday for a defenseman. Uh, his name is Kalen Addison. He's a 23-year-old pending restricted free agent after the season. Um, he's an offensive first defenseman. Sharks have the least amount of goals scored in NHL history through 12 games, so that could help. But he doesn't have any goals on the season, but he has five assists and has a defenseman in 12 games, or how many games he's played. However, uh, he's, he's playing pretty well, I would say. He's 5'10", uh, but hopefully he can be someone for the future the Sharks can have. Absolutely. Love to see. Love a nice trade early on in the season to get the team somewhat better. Again, be competitive uh, on the road at home at the SAP Center. But yeah, let's move on. Uh, for those who don't know, Texas Rangers have won the World Series. It's been a minute uh, since we've uh, talked. Uh, we were on a bye for 49ers, so we didn't have a podcast that week. Uh, but yeah, the World Series winners, Texas Rangers. Shout out Bruce Bochy. Boston um, the World Series, Dick, was it competitive? I, I mean, the games were okay, honestly, but I didn't tune in as much as I thought I was going to. Yeah, the last two games weren't really competitive, but the first three were. But the Rangers is a better team, and they ended up winning the World Series, as you said. So the, the best team did win. Yeah, shout out Corey Seager. He gets the World Series MVP. Is that correct? Yes, that's the second one. 
good for him. Yeah. Well, Baseball technically, stuff, I mean, actually, that's his first actual real ring and real MVP. The one he won at the Dodgers doesn't count because of the shortened season. Right, right. That right, one doesn't right, count. Right, so this right, is actually absolutely. his first championship and first MVP. Wow. Congrats to him. Yeah, good for him. 100%. I 100% agree. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Excuse me. Free uh, agency-wise, anything going on, Jake, that we should know about? Not much yet. The only news is that was basically um, like options, I guess you could say, or like qualifying offers. Um, not a lot of people got them. Only a, like six players did. Qualifying offer means you're you're given a one-year contract by your team worth like $22 million that you can sign with them or go look the free agency. If you go to free agency, it depends on the contract you sign. So let's say you sign for like a huge contract. Another team would have to forfeit their pick, forfeit like a second round pick or something, let's just say, to sign you. And I believe the team that will get like a competitive pick and like after the first round, if it's a lot of money. Then some awards were given out um, or candidates. Um, Logan Webb was named as a Cy Young Award finalist with Zach Gallon and future giant Blake Snell. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, then a couple other news is that Michael Conforto opt into his second year of his deal. So he'll be back with the Giants for $18 million a year. Um, so did Sean, so did Ross Stripling. He optioned back into his one, his last year of his deal for $12.5 million. Um, <clears throat> Sean Manaya, however, did not opt in. He opted out and he's expected to get a little nice little payday, uh, from someone else. Um, and that's basically the news. The only other free agency news that just players being connected to the Giants would be Yasha, which would be um, Yasha, Yamamoto, Yoshi, Yamamoto Yoshiba, who is the goal, the goalie, the uh, pitcher from Japan, twenty-five <laughs> year old phenom, and the outfielder Lee. I forget his first name. He's a center fielder from South Korea who's really good. It'd be kind of it'll be interesting if he was from North Korea, but he's nice from South Korea. So that's what happened. Jesus there. is top. Yeah, then um, Matt Chapman could be a, was talking to the Giants, like like Matt, Ch- Matt Chapman was seen talking to Bob Melvin, who's the new Giants manager. Giants do have a need at third base, so maybe he could slide into the third base, move Casey Schmidt to basically shortstop, or use him as a trade bait to get like a starting pitcher or another like young outfielder. Um, so we'll see what happened there. Then Pete Alonso. I'm not sure we said this on the podcast earlier, or this was beforehand, but Pete Alonso. Beforehand. If he gets traded, he's there's three teams that are like the favorites or expected to play. It'll be the Cubs, Giants, and I believe the Rangers. Um, yeah, I know the Giants are one. The other two, I forget. I don't really care about the other two. I only care about the Giants. The Giants better sign someone this free agency, sign someone big, and sign a lot of people to long-term contracts because I want to be happy for once. Absolutely. Let's take care. Let's talk about some basketball real quick with the Warriors. Um, we were going to record last night during the Warriors game when they were six and two up against the seven and one Nuggets. Um, they lose to the Nuggets last night and a pretty competitive game. Not too uh, bad about the loss. They played their heart out. Uh, they had a chance to win at the end um, with Clay possibly having a shot, but really fumbled the ball. Not be able to have a shot at the end to at least tie it for a three. Uh, but the Warriors lose uh, 108 to 105, moving to six and three on the season. Um, great loss. They've had a, they've had a, like you said yesterday, great loss. They've had a better 
um, start on the road this year, which is great. Uh, it's also nice to know that eight of the next 10 games are at home. They'll be practicing in their own facilities and you know, have a home court advantage uh, for the next uh, eight out of the 10 uh, games going forward. Hmm. CP3. He's pretty good. Do you want me to say what you wrote down here, or you, you want to say it? You can say it. Yeah. Um, we obviously hate CP3, right? 100%. Um, Jack Blake here. Great comparison. I love this comparison a lot. Um, Richard Sherman, a guy that Niners fans hated um, playing for the Seahawks. Had a big mouth, but... Pause. He, pause. He comes to the 49ers. Does a great job on and off the field. Uh, Uncle Sherm became that guy. Uh, a lot of respect for him, and I think CP3 has, is starting to become that guy uh, with the Warriors. Um, he hates to be hated to be loved, loves to be hate. Um, well, yeah, CP3, uh, especially with the second unit uh, with Stark, uh, is looking pretty good. Uh, thoughts? Yeah, good hire. Uh, good hire. Good trade because Jordan Poole is a clown ass. And he's sucking in pause, and he's not playing well in Washington. So great trade, and also helped that Dario Sarge was basically him and Chris Paul played at I think three different stops. He may have played with each other at the Thunder, but I know he played with each other with the Seventy Sixers, the Seventy Sixers, the Suns, and now the Warriors. So that's been pretty good. Second unit has been pretty well. Trace Jackson Davis is pretty good. And Brandon yeah, he played pretty well yesterday. Yeah. I'm a fan. So is I think we've mentioned this before. Moses, Moses Moody, Moody Moses is, is playing some good football too. Uh, football, Jesus Christ. He's playing some really good uh, <laughs> basketball. Essentially, uh, uh, a 3 and D player, as people say. Um, but yeah, Kaminga too. Had some tough looks yesterday, but made some good shots uh, down, down the line. Um, but yeah, no, happy to see that the Warriors are, you know, Obviously, coming off a loss, but you know, looking to six and three, uh, have a lots of have home games going forward. So, pretty excited about the season, uh, but not too excited yet because football's still going on. Yep. Let's move on to that. Um, 49ers coming off a bye. Next up, they play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, a little um, summary of what's been going on. Yeah, they started off five and zero. Points a game and go on a three game skid, losing three straight games to the Browns, Vikings, and then the Bengals into the bye. They dropped to the 60s, but during the bye, all three NFC West teams lose in week nine, holding them back up to the three seed. Obviously, it's a lot, uh, anything can happen, a lot can happen. It's only week 10, um, which is crazy. But the season's flying by. We're two months in, which is insane. Can't believe it. Uh, but hey, they're five and three. Um, still a good record. Had their bye in the middle of the season, uh, which is I think it's pretty nice. Eight straight games, buy another eight straight games. Uh, let's see how it is, and you know, still bolting and see if we can get that one seed with the bye uh, with a seventeen uh, playoff. But you know, talking about the team going forward, yeah, Debo's predicted to come back this week. Uh, he actually practiced in full today. Uh, I think 
I didn't see a report about Trent Williams he today. He did practice. But I know yesterday. He practiced? Yes. I know yesterday he didn't practice. But again, when does it usually for bad days? Um, so uh, it's good to hear that he'll be, he practiced today in somewhat, in some type of capacity. So that's good to hear. Uh, it would be nice. I mean, John Moore has done um, good and bad um, for him in his replacement at left tackle. But I would love to see uh, Trent Williams back on the left side. Um, Steve Wilkes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Steve Wilkes uh, will not be calling the defensive plays from the sideline and not the booth. Uh, it was something that uh, Shanahan wants to happen. Uh, I just can't think of what had happened since our five-game win, a five-game streak. You know, uh, the defense was playing well. Offense is playing great, and then obviously, I think they touched this, touched on this uh, two weeks ago. Uh, the Browns game, I think, really just exposed a lot of things that were happening on defense, uh, and the, the the Browns defense themselves. Uh, it's good in a way that it stopped our offense. But again, we had a chance to win that game. But again, the next two games are not great for the defense. So, uh, and I quote Shanahan saying this: uh, "I wanted him to move down and near our players." That the way we've had it with the linebacker communication in the past. So, right, Robert Sala, Jimmy Ryan, guys who were on the field, guys who were with their players. Uh, while Steve Wilkes started the season up in the booth, he'll be coming down, and we'll see how that will be uh, against the Jags. Um, I think it's a huge game uh, coming off a of bye. Uh, obviously, I wanted to have the Niners win going into the bye. They said at 6-2, and two, but they're at 5-3, and three, still a winning record. Uh, still have a lot of football to be played. Um, but again, this is a game that needs to be won against the Jags. Uh, it will set the tone for the rest of the season, in my opinion, and see how they'll do coming up by a lot of preparation. Well, then pretty much two weeks of preparation. Um, obviously, a bye week break for the players away from football. But, you know, once they come back, a lot of preparation to go towards Trevor Lawrence and this offense that's very explosive. Um, the defense has got to figure it out, right? Trevor Lawrence, uh, Etienne, Kirk. Calvin Ridley and Evan Ingram, they have a lot of guys on their offensive side. And not only do they have all guys on offensive side, but our O-line is going to be sitting, going up against, you know, Josh Allen and number one pick Trevon Walker from two years ago. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Also, is it your better revenge game? Question mark, Jake? Yeah, he's gonna have, yeah. could be. Um, could be, could be. Uh, we'll see how Trevor Lawrence does. But yeah, um, Obviously, our front seven uh, needs to get it figured out. We, we had the addition of Chase Young um, during the bye week. Uh, how excited are you for that? For that, uh, for that trade? Very excited. It better work out or I'll kill myself uh, in game. Jesus. Um, Jesus. All that. Yeah, there's a funny tweet that I saw when they trade for Chase Young. It's like Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrove. Um, Randy Gregory, Clennon Farrell, Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw for zero sacks. I was like, yeah, that's how it's been going recently. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, week one, Dre Jason had a great job getting three sacks in one game. We just haven't heard his name since. And then obviously uh, with Nick Bosa getting the big contract and not being with the team in the offseason for the most part and being there just uh, week one and had – sparingly. I mean, he did have a sack against the Bengals, but it's not what we would have thought uh, eight games into the season. Um, so, 
it's got to figure out when you're adding those kinds of guys on the defensive line, playing opposite Nick Bosa and guys who like Chase Young, uh, when healthy, can be that guy. You got to be able to get the quarterback, and that's just going to help the the, uh, the back end of the defense tremendously. So, got to get it figured out. It's just I don't know how many times I can say it. There's players there, all pro Fred. You know, you mentioned Dre Greenlight. All those guys are capable of being a great defense, but the defense as a whole needs to get it figured out. Yeah. There's no way all of them took a step back and are not good anymore. It has everything to do with the defensive scheme and what's happening. I did see something that last year they had a they like switched how the team how the safeties played. I think last year it was like Hufunga was in the box a lot or close up to the not you know what I mean. Like not as far back and Sean Gibson was back more. But this year it's the opposite way around, which makes no sense. It has to do and they're blitzing a little bit too much. Um I just don't like Steve Wilkes as a defensive coordinator. I know he's not the one missing tackles. He's not the one not getting sacks. But some of his decisions just don't make any sense. Um, and, yeah, so it's been kind of, you know. No, yeah, no, I agree. Like, obviously, it's, the scapegoat's going to be defensive coordinator. But, guys, on the field, you got to make a play, right? I mean, when what is called, too, and you're the man who's running free, you, you got to get to the quarterback. You got to make the play. You got to make a TFL. You got to make a tackle for loss, uh, and that will change the game, right? And obviously, calling a blitz on down and having a go for a touchdown isn't the best thing to do, um, but it happened. And you know, you got to be able to respond. And the, the defense just has not been able to respond. Um, getting um, where it should be three and out is having offenses just go all the way down the field. Uh, like the Bengals going 90, 90 yards down the field and scoring a touchdown, you know that that can't happen. Um, and it starts with uh, this game. Like I said, it's gonna this game is huge. Uh, it's gonna set the tone for the rest of the season. If we're gonna go start six and three, or we're gonna go five and four, and we're gonna be uh, pointing fingers at everyone and see how that goes. Um, you know. So I think the offense is gonna be fine uh, with Devo, especially coming back. It's gonna add another. Di- it's gonna add back the dynamic we haven't had the last three games. And it's nice that he had to buy for extra rest, too. So, um, I think the offense is going to be fine. Um, CMC, George Kittle, but the George Kittle, Ayuk there. Obviously, that's Brock Purdy's safety blanket um, with the dig routes on the inside. And, you know, so, hey, there's guys, There's again, we've said it, I've said it multiple times, Jake's has agreed. It's the best roster in football, and it just... It's the best roster in football, and it's, it's got to happen. You know, it's just everything's there, but the scheme defensively just needs to be figured out, and it's going to help the offense tremendously too, right? I mean, you want to get off the field in defense, and you want the offense to stay on as long as possible. To be honest, you got to you know you got to play um, the possession game, especially with how we run our offense. Um, so, you know, that's really all I have to say. And I mean, I'm very excited for Sunday's game. It should be a good one. But, Jake, anything else to add? Nope. Nothing else. Perfect. Well, let's get started. Uh, before that, week 10, take it, Jake, get started for us. Yep, no music this week because the Niners, you know, haven't won a game. So, <clears throat> week 10, pick them. First game, Niners-Jags. We're both taking the Niners. We think the Niners bounce back. Moving on to Thursday Night Football. Panthers versus Bears. We both got the Bears winning this one. Um, Panthers are 
just terrible. Um, but I'm not sure, though. Would the Bears rather lose this game to help their pick or have the Panthers lose their game so they get the so they basically have, still have the number one pick? Or would they rather have like that's true. two and three that's true, that's true. or one and five? Like which one would you rather have? I don't know. Uh, right, 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 right. I mean, we have someone in this Discord that can say it, but I don't know if he's listening or not. Um, he's a little pussy. And there's your answer. He doesn't want to talk. So Bears, so that's pro- I guess he thinks that it's better if the Bears have one in five so they can draft Caleb Williams um, and have a real quarterback for once. And not like that Justin Fields guy. So, yeah. And maybe draft stop. the receiver really of the stop. fifth pick, but you never know what they might do there. They might draft a kicker because the Bears well, – speaking of kickers, the Diners drafted a kicker in the third round, so I can't make fun of them for that, actually. Um, yeah. So, I guess they – Caleb Williams or Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably what uh, this guy wants, but you never know. Uh, moving on now. Texans versus Bengals. Game of the week. Wow. Wow. I picked the Bengals because I think the Bengals are the second best team in the AFC, and they're finally hitting their stride. Because the Texans team that has CJ Stroud, who's a dark horse MVP candidate. Who said that? Me. Dear God. Fourteen touchdowns, one interception. He's top five and he's top seven in yards. And if they make the playoffs, who had a better impact than him? If he's if he's top seven, is he seven? Uh, let's see. Do 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 do. I mean, I will say it, this is actually a really big game. I mean, the Bengals are sitting at the seventh seed. Texans at nine. Uh, Bengals are five and three. Texans are four and four. And who would have thought I would have ever quarterback as the CJ Stroud? Who we'll talk about more later. Um, playing good football. I'm 100 five touchdowns uh, this past week. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, but geez, yeah, no, I have a Texan. Yep. Um, CJ Stroud is seventh in NFL in passing. He is. Well, never mind, because. NFL.com sucks ass. 14 touchdowns, one interception, 102.9 rating. Um, one interception in 279 attempts as a rookie. He's pretty good. Um, I think you saw, I think you started the season. Yes, with like 200 plus attempts with no interceptions. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Brock Purdy's 11. Pretty passing. good. Nice. Pretty good. Pretty good. You want to take a guess who has the best pass rating in NFL? Uh, Josh Dobbs. Tua, 106.4. He also has the most Tua. touchdown passes. Who has the most interceptions also in the fall? Also candidate for MVP, for sure. Yeah, I want to see who has the most interceptions. Um, Sean Watson? Let's see. No, Josh, I think it might be Josh Allen. He has nine interceptions. He has eighteen touchdowns, but nine interceptions. Jimmy Garoppolo, nine interceptions. That that is a disaster. Signed to a three-year, seventy-two million-dollar deal. Benched seven games into his first season. Not ideal. Um, Raiders suck. Definitely not ideal. But the Raiders might not Definitely suck not anymore because Anthony Pierce might be a good coach. We shall see. I had the Bengals. I already said that. Moving on now. Sunday night. Sunday night football. Jets versus Raiders. 
I have the Raiders winning this game. Zach Wilson is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Um, I do not want to see him play again. And I think Robert Sala should lose his job if he keeps playing him and not Trevor Simeon. How about you? Yeah, he should lose his job and come back to the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah they should just fire him now. The Niners can, you know, fire Steve Wilkes and just hire this idiot to be the defensive coordinator because that's never worked before. But, yeah, um, that's the Jets-Raiders. I have the Raiders. Who do you have? Yeah, no, I have the Raiders as well. But I'd rather die than watch this game. Uh, Anthony Pierce. Game. Anthony Pierce. He should be the next head coach if they if it goes well. I mean, they had a chance to do that with uh, what's his name? Rich Pasasia, but Cassia, whatever. Pasasia, Pasasia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's with the Green Bay Packers now. But yeah, no, absolutely. True. Moving on now. Block of the no Monday Night Football. Broncos versus Bills. We both have the Bills winning this game. Moving on. Lock of the week. I have the Cowboys over the Giants. Uh, with Ben, what's his name? Ben DiNucci. No, it's not Ben DiNucci. It's... It's Tom- about Monday Night Football already or no? Yeah, we yeah, just did. Tommy DeVito. Oh. Who sounds like a mafia character name. Lock of the week. I have the Cowboys over the Giants. I'll lock of the week. I got Colts over Patriots. Nice. Moving on now. Upset of the week. True. I had the Commanders over the Seahawks because Geno Smith is bad. And I had the Panthers. Panthers. The Commanders winning this game. How about you? What's you your know, upset? I, I, but before you had uh, – I didn't read yours. I was looking at the games. I was like, oh, that's that's a good one. I was going to pick yours. But I'm picking Vikings uh, over Saints. Hmm. Josh Dobbs. Not 100%. We'll talk about more of him later. But, yeah, no, I think uh, pretty, I good. Think pretty good upset pick. True. Moving on now. Well, that's, actually, that's, no, I'm not moving on. Oh, I should, we're not moving on now. Record-wise, we are. I am 36-20. and 20, James is 30-26. and 26. I have a six-game lead in the pick department. Thank you for the claps. Um, pause. So that's what's going on there. <clears throat> now we're moving on to segment alert. There we go. Finally, producer. Jesus Christ. Get this man a seltzer. Every week, we take one performance from the NFL week each and say, that man right there, get this man a seltzer. James, what's yours? Honorable mention. Wow. So never mind. So, um, wait. I, I have two. I have two. That's why I put an honorable mention there. Um, producer. Honorable mention. Give it a second. Okay. I know what I'm doing. I'm doing. I don't mention. Josh Dobbs <laughs> deserves it 100%. I mean, a guy getting traded from the Cardinals, who was you know, their starter, doing pretty well there, had an off week, and the Cardinals decided to turn to the Vikings, and where Kirk Cousins uh, tore his ACL. The Get Vikings, better soon. Get well soon. Starting instead of starting Josh Dobbs, which makes total sense. I yep. mean, a weekend of practice, you know, you start your rookie instead. The rookie gets absolutely destroyed. Yeah, you got fucked, line. nerd. It's happening to him. Yeah, absolutely fucked at the goal line. Pause. Comes in. Pause. Has 158 passing yards, hmm. two touchdowns, 66 yards, 22 of those coming on a fourth down conversion, and a rushing TD and a W. Hmm. There you go, like, Josh Dobbs. Like, come on, like, like, come on, Josh Dobbs. I mean, absolutely deserves 
you know, if not if not a seltzer, get this man a beer, man. Shouts out to him. You know? well, that's not the segment, uh, but okay. That's that's why I said instead of a seltzer, get this man a beer because it's an honorable mention. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Hot in Christ, Jake. Come on, dude. Uh, but yeah, my get this man a seltzer uh, of the week is uh, CJ Stroud. I mean, he just had himself a day uh, this past Sunday. 470 yards, five passing touchdowns. I mean, 41.8 fancy points. What a guy. What a guy. Did his job. Did his man himself. True. All right. Moving on to mine now. Um, I had to start this guy because I had everyone else on a bye. And I was like, you know what? I'm starting two Texans this week. And Tank Dell. I don't know why you said that because Tank Dell and the Texans. Had 39 points and over 600 yards of offense. Moving on. Tank Dell is my get this man a seltzer. Six catches, 114 yards, and two TDs on the day. An incredible performance by him. And Tank Dell gets a seltzer. Moving on now. Get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. We take a performance from the week. We take a performance from the week that is so terrible that he this guy needs to learn Canadian. Because he's going in the CFL. James, what's yours? Yeah. Um, mine is George Pickens. What an awful day he had. Two catches. Minus one yard. We had more yards catching than him. Yep. Surprised it wasn't a sound by a producer after he said the minus one. My grandma, how more yards catching than him? Yep. My Everyone d- in the world. Yep. Your grandpa had more catches, had more yards than him. So did my so did my grandma. Absolutely, everyone, literally in the world, have more yards than George Pitt. Get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. And it's time for me, and this piece of shit. All season, got me duped. Got, you know what? This guy's going to be a breakout star. The only thing he's broken out of is my fantasy roster. I had to drop this bum. True. Christian Watson drafted him, you know, in the fourth round. This is his fantasy stats for the game. Week one, miss. Didn't play. Week two, zero. Didn't play there either. Week three, didn't play. Week four, 10.5 points. Not bad. Week five, 11.6. Week six, bye. Then this fucking murderer's row. Against Denver, 5.7. Minnesota, 6.3. Rams, 4.7. He had one catch. He has 12 catches on the season. For 213. 12? 12. That's 10 more than I thought he had. For 213 yards and one touchdown. I dropped him for Cade Auten. Keck? Yeah, I still have him, but yeah, no, he's definitely a uh, drop worthy. He's just not worth it. He sucks. I can't believe I drafted him. And thank I, God, I thank God I just realized that looking at my fantasy team, that Khalil Herbert was not playing tonight because he's not activated off IR because he was starting, and I would have lost. And T. Oh, Higgins is questionable? 
Yeah, he's like, well, I took him out. I, God I can't play him. damn I'm, it. I'm, I, 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 I put him on my bench, and guess who I'm playing instead? That motherfucker's injured, too. Who? I'm playing, I'm playing Tank Dell, baby. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I, well, guess, when I, guess where I drafted T. Higgins' bitch ass? Uh, third round. Pick 32. He's played well the last two weeks. But, I mean... Who would have thought oh, Nico Collins would have been a number be, one? Why does he have to be fucking questionable? Fucking T. I mean, it's fine. How about Nico um, Collins, though? That's a number one receiver. Someone Kyler Murray this week. What? I mean... I have to. You know, I'm just gonna sign Tim Tebow because my team needs a good fan, needs a good locker room presence. We've lost two straight. We're seven and two now. I'm not happy. Oh my god. Is Tebow even eligible? He's not. You can't pick him up. Let's see. Is Paul Kaepernick eligible? I just checked on Yahoo. Is Kaepernick eligible? And Yahoo. He's not. Of course not. His name does not pop up. Well, you might not. Yeah, no, he'll be a good locker room presence, I think. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's all I have. T Higgins, fucking piece of shit. Also, we do have some, we do have some Warriors news you forgot to announce. I just realized. Oh my god! They signed. Oh, I, I, think, I think I know you're talking. Yep, about a couple like yesterday or two days ago, they signed Guy Santos to be their fourteenth man on the roster to a three-year deal. Big fan of him. He's a six foot nine, nice from Brazil. And he's—I think he's pretty good. I don't know. I'm not sure how good he's gonna be as an NBA player, but he's good to have off the bench, I think, in a blowout. Oh, brother! This guy stinks. I was waiting for the other sounds that could have possibly came up. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you. We don't care. J- James, are you here? I'm here. Okay, there we go. Jesus. I was just looking, I was pressing the buttons on the fucking sound horn, dude. Try. Who was? Me. Oh, you were. I've been doing it. It hasn't been Gil. Really? Yes, it's been me this entire time, yeah. Perfect. Well, anything else to add to the episode, Jake? No, <laughs> that's all I have to add for today's episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why was there such a long pause? Huh? Why was there such a long pause after that question? Sorry, my girlfriend was texting me. <clears throat> Kaka W! <laughs> well, thank you for listening to the VA podcast. the host, James, with Jake, episode 202. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud. And don't forget to subscribe to us on the podcast app. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe to the 50 times again in the system, which we're going to be in the industry for the past six years. Get the podcast for a ride. We take the podcast for a recreation. Be sure to start to be a podcast. Get the podcast for a ride. We give it a five. That's the episode, James. I'm here to we don't care. Let me tell you. Right. Let me tell you. We don't care. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.